Oh my goodness. Listen, one day I wish I could do a behind the scenes on everything that it takes in order to do a podcast. But anyway, I digress. So I'm going to jump right into the quote today that we're going to be discussing. And it is a quote by Steve Marboli that says, one of the most healing things you can do is recognize where you are in your life. You are your own poison. Let me read that one more time. One of the most healing things you can do is recognize where in your life you are your own poison. Ooh, it's getting ready to get juicy up in here. So, but first, listen, I got to put my theme song. And with the quotes, we create kind humans who speak kindness, show kindness, be a kind human, be a kind human. Okay, so here's the thing about the quote today. I have taken a couple of personal development programs and the foundation of both of those programs is responsibility. The responsibility that you have for your life in both of the programs. And both of them are very well-respected, had a ton of people go through. It is all about, excuse me, are you being responsible? This quote takes it a little, takes it up a notch, as Emeril Lagasse might say. Uh, one of the most healing things you can do is to recognize where in your life you are your own poison. And so, <clears throat> excuse me, one of the reasons why I love um, connecting with you is because I get to use myself as my own example. And Um, so I have a couple as it relates to how I have been my own poison and I'm going to talk about them in hopes that it might inspire, cultivate, uh, you to look at your own life and see where you are keeping you stuck. So I, I don't know who did this, who said this quote, but the quote was stop stopping yourself. And I thought that was so ingenious because so many times I have done just that. So in one way that I have been my own poison was through working. Working so much that I made myself unavailable to experience much of anything else outside of work. So there was a time when I would go to work at my day job, I would leave my day job, and then I would go to work at my part-time brick and mortar business. I did that for eight or nine years straight, weekend after weekend after weekend. I worked and worked and worked because what I realized through my personal development was that there was a part of me that believed that my worth was through my work, that my W-O-R-T-H was valued through my W-O-R-K. And so I have, number one, the 
me noticing that was um, difficult in the past because I was like, hey, I got to get this money. Hey, I got to do this, this, that, and the other. And what I realized was that um, my worth has nothing to do with what I'm working on, that I am valuable because I am valuable because that is what God said about me. I believe him and he don't make no junk. Okay. So that was one thing. So the practice is me acknowledging those times where I am overworking, where I'm saying yes um, more than I need to, where I am continuing to pile things on my plate and I'm not resting, meditating um, and experiencing life. So that is one thing where um, in the past I have been my own poison and even in allowing relationships in my life, I was like, I'm too busy. I don't have time for that. I got, I got 47 jobs. So that was, um, that was one thing that I, um, excuse me, really opened myself up as, okay, you're doing this, but I don't really, I don't really think that's supportive for what you're trying to create in your life. Um, so another, um, way that I believe I have been poisoned in my own life is not using my voice. So there was a time where if I met you, you might think I was nice because I listened to you. That, um, and I shared very little of myself. So I would be disappointed that I felt like people really didn't know me, but that was because that's not what my intention was. My intention was to make other people feel special, to make other people feel heard. And while that is still a large part of what I do, there's also a piece of me um, expressing, talking about, my own journey in my life, my goals, my accomplishments, um, my dreams, my passions. Like it's like this balance being that I now realize relationships are about me listening and me talking. That the people that I have in my life right now, they know oh, she keep asking me questions about me. She trying to be slick. Uh-uh-uh-uh. We're not gonna do that. What are you up to today? And there are times where when I'm asked that, and I know that people are waiting for me to respond, where I kind of feel uncomfortable because that is not how I had set, set things, my relationships up in the past for me to be valued, for me to feel love, for me to feel heard. And now that I'm in relationships and friendships like that. There are times where I'm a little uneasy, but I soon realize, okay, this is me practicing, releasing this behavior that has not supported me in the past. So that's another way. So as I am talking about these ways that I have been my own poison, I really want you to be thinking about, hmm, where, where, have, where have I done this? Where 
in my life have I been my own poison? And not from a place of, oh my gosh, you're a horrible person, but from a place of, oh, I never noticed that before. Or, oh, you know, I do that too. Or I don't do that, but I do do this. So that is... um That is what I am intentional about this podcast sparking in you, is looking at your life, is you, you know, one of the things about being a life coach and the value of being a life coach is that the person, the client who is coming to me, um, sometimes have never sat down to think about their life to think about what makes them happy, to think about the growth and the transformation that they have either gone through or that they desire, that the questions that I'm asking about, what do you think that means? What do you think is the value of that experience? Because a lot of people don't take the time to sit and think about their life, what has happened, what they want to happen, what they want to dream about. Uh, Some people think about, oh, I wish I could do my passion, but they don't have a process in place to figure out what their passion is. And so I'm just going to throw this in for you. Your passion and finding out what your passion is has everything to do with you staying in motion. It has everything to do with you trying new things. It has everything to do with you continuing to be in action. You're not going to figure it out thinking about it. You're not going to do it. You can try it. I'm sure you've been trying to think about what your passion is. I'm telling you, listen, You here's, here's well, here's what I'm going to say. In my life, my activities have led me to what my passion is. Not me thinking about it, because when I am, when I have been at a conference, um, taken a class, read a book, um, it went to a new activity. I met somebody, had a conversation with somebody, saw something, experienced something that sparked something in me to try to do, to experience, to talk to, to connect with, like that is how it happens. You, you're you not going to figure it out sitting on your couch. You just, I mean, maybe you can, maybe you are an anomaly, but I mean, I think most people, you got to get out there and try new things. You, you got to get out there and experience your life, not just think about your life. Okay. So and it, it's it's in the experiencing your life that you really open yourself up to it, you know. And I and I've said this before, but I have gone through two programs that have changed my life, and in both of those programs, I have met people who have changed my life. One of them I met my husband in, the other one I met my prayer partner in, the other same other one I met one of my dearest friends in. Because we were all moving in that direction, all moving toward transformation 
in mastering our lives. And now we're connected because we were learning more about ourselves and each other. That's what this life is about. That's what it is. So I don't know what your poison is, but I implore you to ask and think about how your life has been up until this point. Do you, are you constantly blaming other people for not living the way you think they should? Are you judging other people for their behavior? Are you continuing to think about the fact that you think other people are constantly thinking about you? How are your thoughts not working on your behalf? Are you continuing to be a tape recorder? You're stuck in rewind instead of record. You know, we when you, you this is old school, but you know, we used to have the 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 cassette player where you would push play and record. <laughs> You would push play and record to record, but there's also a rewind. So are you are you continuing to hit the rewind or are you recording something new? A new experience, a new food, a new something, or, or do you continue to talk about the past? You know, I did a video on TikTok because, you know, I love TikTok where I talk about this whole thing of you continuing to replay the things that have happened in your life is not supportive. You continuing to think about, talk about, um, replay the hurts of your past are not helping you. And do you know that I still have people in there saying, but it helps to talk about it. No, it don't. Not 15 times. Because, listen, the people who you keep talking about it 15 times, they ain't going to tell you, but I'm going to tell you, they are sick of it. They could, they can finish your sentence about the story better than you can because they didn't heard it 35 times. Stop doing that. Stop repeating that. That's not helping you. You are continuing to relive the hurt every time. Do something else. You have a new story. So sometimes it helps to have a symbolic release. Write it down on a piece of paper, tear up the piece of paper, paper, write it down on a piece of paper, uh, burn the piece of paper, some kind of process for you to let it go and do something else. I love thinking about the experience and then writing down all the things that you learned about you, not about the other people, not about the other person, the people. What did the experience teach you about you? That can help you release it. Then you start to see the value of the situation because you learned something about yourself. It taught you that you were resilient. It taught you that you were um, uh, smart, that you can learn a new thing. Something about the situation taught you something about yourself. So those are some of the things that um, 
have been poison in my own life. Another thing that I'm realizing now is because I have I had worked so much in the past, now I am intentional about having more experiences, saying yes to dates, vacations, trying something new. Um, here's another thing that I just that I just experienced. Um, I had a lot of school school karma, school trauma where I felt like I wasn't smart enough to take tests. I didn't want to go back to school anymore. And I felt like the tests were were there to trick me and not really test me on the knowledge that, you know, this, that, or the other. So I decided that I was going to be a notary. And so I looked at the um, looked at the material, took the test, and passed the test. But that's not the issue. The issue is I was being very conscious of my thoughts while I was taking the test. If it was an answer that I didn't know, did I take a deep breath? You know, did I say, Tawana, you can know the answer. You, you know, you got you got this. You got the answer. Did I, there were a couple of times I was like, okay, I'm going to think about that. I'm going to come back to that and answer it later. And I came back. And I had a clear understanding of the question that those are the things that I am learning. If I'm not careful, I will use my thoughts to betray me, to think that I'm not smart enough, that I have to find my worth in my work. All of the all of the things that I am practicing unlearning. That is the beauty that is the beauty of examining my life, thinking about my experiences and my relationships and the things that I said yes to and the things that I said no to. All of those things are happening so that I can learn more about me. So when I think about the quote from Steve Marboli that says, one of the most healing things you can do is to recognize where in your life you are your own poison. So, listen, let me put my, uh-oh, I got a piece of paper. Let me put my hat on. Okay. Here's the, this is the assignment from the coaching corner. And because as a coach, I can't let you get out of here without an assignment. So here's the assignment. Think about the ways that you have been personally, professionally, spiritually, physically, I don't care what it is, that have, that have not caused you to rise above the poison. So think about your physical health. Are you continuing to do something that is not supportive of the healthy person that you intend to be? Are your relationships causing you stress in a way that you no longer benefit from? Take some time to think about your life because most of us don't do that. We just keep living it the way that we have been living it. 
And so I am asking that you do something new, that you do something different, that you take some time to think about your life and how you have been stopping yourself, okay? Think about what are your thoughts about your abilities, capabilities, and your mistakes. Do you beat yourself up or do you take a licking and keep right on ticking? Okay, so that's your assignment. Think about it. Think about some things that you're doing that are not as positive or do not have the positive results that you're going after. And then think of one thing that you can do to change it. Okay, just one thing, just small steps at a time. Okay, so here we go. Here's my theme song. And with the quote, we create kind humans who speak kindness, show kindness, be a kind human, be a kind human.